Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversation, where we will help you CFP your way out of it. A podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Happy holidays, Adam. Welcome back to podcast. Hey, thanks. It's that time of the year. Podcast the holidays. holidays. The holidays yeah. part. <laughs> podcast too. We're doing that. Yeah, there you go. Nobody can see your your true background because you got the Hawes Financial Group thing behind you. But if, <laughs> if we took, I, I can promise uh, everybody that may be watching this instead of just listening, if you could take yep. away that green screen background Hawes Financial Group, you'd see a, a pretty festive living room, I believe. Yeah, there's a nice big tree behind me. There's three other trees on the other side of this room. Not so big, but still decent sized. Yeah, it's it's very festive in this house. Yeah, and I'm in my undecorated, stuffy office. So let's just, <laughs> if one of us seems more cheerful, it might be uh, because of our surroundings. Oh, all right. All right. That's a good excuse. <laughs> so uh, podcast topic today, I yeah. think we're going to highlight um, types of relationships with a financial planner or as we would deem it. And I, I would ask everyone as kind of like the precursor to maybe think about a time in their life where they were seeking out um, help from somebody else. And that doesn't have to be professional help. Maybe it was personal. Mm -hmm. And as you think about what you need in that situation, I think it's probably fair to assume you're seeking out somebody that's going to be a good listener. It's going to ask good questions, going to like truly seek to understand where you're coming from and what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And then depending on the type of person you are, you know, are you looking for just straight advice from them? Or are you looking for interaction, kind of working through problems together and yeah. say all that, you know, what's our role when people come to a financial planner? Um, <laughs> what should they kind of be expecting in that same realm of help me? Like, yeah, help, help me figure out what I need to be doing. Yeah, I think I think part of the issue is not all advisors are created equal not all advisors follow the same process sure so there's many different ways that any advisor can approach a situation like that and it's not to say that one is better than another clearly we are biased with this podcast and you know our approach to the way that we yep. do business um but it just opens up the possibilities that in, in any person's mind, I'm going to talk to an advisor, I'm going to talk to a planner, they may have an idea in their head of what that may mean, but that may not actually be how that advisor or how that planner actually goes about giving advice and giving feedback to clients. So I think number one, you would want to find someone who aligns with the yeah. way that you want to receive that advice or, or that, that feedback back to you yeah and i i think sometimes it's easier well i think it's sometimes very hard to describe what we do and how we do it because mm -hmm. our process mm -hmm. may be different like you said from many other planners so it's sometimes yeah. easier to just pick something that's a little bit easier to relate to so i've got a problem and i need to go to the doctor am i the type of person that's going to want them to look at everything you know get get blood work done, tr truly mm -hmm. try to understand exactly where I'm at in order to then make a diagnosis and say, here's what I think you should do. 
I don't need in that situation. I don't need them to tell me everything that they know and impress me and educate me. (laughs) I just need to trust they have my best interest in mind. They know exactly what's wrong with me to the point where they can diagnose and then help me Mm -hmm. understand next steps. So yeah, there sometimes is just lost in, um, maybe I'll tee this up for you in the, in the new AI world, you know, robo advisor world. Some of what is lost is that for most people, I think they would want personal finance. Yeah. And in our mind, it's more personal than finance. And if you (laughs) think you're getting personal finance from a Google search or maybe a bigger institution that manages assets and says, well, yeah, we can do planning. Mm -hmm. All of that is very different in process than the way that we would go about it if that's what somebody is looking for. Yeah, I think that that first step is to try to find for for people out there, it's what's what's my what's that best first step? Like how how do I even figure out what's going to work best for me? As you said, there's these robo advising platforms out there that are more focused on the investment side more so than the advice, like the planning advice side. AI is a thing. Right. I think we all have access to that now. You can go to whatever that AI is. There's many of them now. Type in your question and you're going to get a result. Mm-hmm. Now, wh- whether that result applies to you. I mean, it's just masses of amounts of information that are being distilled down to one output to you. And you have no idea. Does this pertain to my situation? All, all of those question marks that you know kind of come along with it. And just the Internet in general is just an abundance of free information. So I think, number one, it's trying to figure out what's going to work best for me. And I think maybe that comes back to how do I best make decisions or what am I actually looking for help with? Um, Sometimes it is just tell me what I need. Tell me what I need to do. I'll go do it. I just, I know, I don't know what I don't know. And other sides of things may just be, I know enough to be dangerous. I just need to make, I don't, I don't want to say just, I need to make some decisions and I want some more perspective to help me feel like I'm making a good decision. So for certain, I'll say do-it-yourself investors, that robo-advising platform, if, if they're purely just looking for help for, with investments, that may be more than sufficient. Um, yeah. AI can help be a filter for all of that free information on the internet, right? You can get to more specific, detailed questions. But even then, um, as we've heard these stories of uh, the accuracy of some of the answers that come out of these programs... It all has to be taken with a grain of salt. And for people that are trying to make potentially big decisions, maybe it's around retirement. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I don't know that I would trust some something <laughs> like that in the hands of some computer model to just tell me what to do and then follow that blindly. Um, so yeah, I think it does go back to what you just said. It's the more the personal side. If I am talking to a person, I think that's that's good, clearly. That's the business that we're in. But even there, you said these these large institutions. So I'll name some of them, right? Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, these, these big money management mm-hmm. institutions that have advisors um, that people can talk to and access and that may do planning. Even there, uh, and I'll, I'm going to paint a broad brush, so this may not necessarily be true of all of them, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I think you still have to be pretty critical of their planning advice too, because in those institutions, it's all about volume, right? They're not, these advisors, and, and I'm, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I don't know these answers, but my guess is they work with many 
yeah. hundreds, if not thousands of clients kind of underneath their purview. So that personal touch that I think a lot of clients want, they may not necessarily be getting all of that. And are these planners CFPs? What is their expertise? What's their experience? Like, do they work with people like me? Have they helped people get through insert whatever decision I'm trying to make? You know, what, what kind of experience do they have there? And this comes back to the what I'm looking for side of things. Are they just going to tell me what to do without some of the rationale that will help me feel good about whatever that decision is? Yeah, yeah. Or, or do I want somebody who's going to actually collaborate, help me figure out the trade-offs, talk through the pros and cons, and then ultimately lead to a decision that I feel good about in the end? And I think that's clearly where, where we live. Um, but there's, there's two different ways to go about that. It's the, yeah. the thought leader versus the thought partner. Yeah, I think that's the important definition and distinction to make here. Because if, if I think about the time that we came into the industry, we were educated, we were coached to become thought leaders, right? right? Become good financial planners by understanding the technicalities of finance, by understanding cause and effect, by doing good modeling of mathematics and understanding how assumptions can change variables spit out some report that is going to allow you to be the thought leader saying, yeah. if this is what you told me, you know, matters to you, data, goals, et cetera, then here's the way to go about that. And here's the way yeah. to accomplish that. And for many people, tell me, tell me if you feel differently for many mm -hmm. people, that is perfectly fine. And it works well, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I need to feel that there's some basis for making this decision. And you, Mr. or Mrs. Thought leader have told me now what to go do. Mm -hmm. But I think the issue is that doesn't work for a lot of people. And yeah. I think as we are moving into a world where people do want to feel more involved in the process, probably because they, I don't want to make the, when we'd say personal finance, I don't want to make it sound like we have to be best friends and we're buddy, buddy. <laughs> I think we're, we're becoming more skeptical, right? We want, yeah. we want to make sure that that person isn't just crunching numbers because mm -hmm. like a couple of the podcasts we just did we get into a lot of what ifs in our head and we want to make sure that the person on the other side of the table giving the advice really kind of understands my perspective, really understands my priorities and yeah. is able to work with me on that. And that's, that's where I just think thought partnership is becoming more important in a process for us. We need to build our process around how do we become better thought partners and not just spitting out advice as thought leaders, which is perfectly fine because that does work right. for some people. Yeah, and I think sometimes it just comes down to the the depth of the advice. So for for instance, or or maybe maybe let me ask you a question first. I think, you know, in our experience, it's it's I don't know, we've said this on a lot of podcasts. It's all situational. It's all about sure. you know, every everyone's financial um life is different in some way, shape, or form. So it's very difficult to just give a blanket statement that says, hey, you're, you're looking to make your social security decision. Here's the best thing that you can do without actually knowing the situation, right? Yeah. We, we, we were do pull the, pull the curtain back a little bit. We were doing some planning this morning and there's a, there's so many factors that yeah. go into a decision and it may, I don't want to say it's simple because it's not, but, but something as simple as just, when am I going to start taking social security? There's so many things that go into that. And that getting that feedback from a client 
to help us figure out what's going to fit them best. Um, it's you, you need somebody to bounce ideas off of. You need somebody who is genuinely curious about your situation, someone who actually cares about your situation. And again, maybe I'm painting painting a broad brush here with these bigger institutions, but I think that's that's part of what's lacking. Um, is is anything below the surface level when it comes to the the, the high level advice and when decisions yeah. need to be made. And and think about how that just it affects an approach. Like to use your example of us doing some planning as a group this morning. I think maybe as recently as a year, maybe two, three years ago, I used to feel going into every meeting that I needed to have the answers. Right. Now, if you truly do think of yourself as a thought partner, you understand the value in just coaching somebody to their own <laughs> self-discovery, right? Create the space for them to explore and then be able to share with you what really matters because the technical side of what we do may mean that there's many different ways to move forward. And what is truly mm -hmm. best for them has nothing to do with the mathematical model, right? It has to do with not only is what, what is most comfortable to them, right? What are they prioritizing? Mm -hmm. But also what is the advice that they're going to stick to? Yeah. And if they come to their own conclusions in this safe space of thought partnership with us, then they're much more likely to follow through on the advice <laughs> that they created on their own. Yeah. And that is and so powerful. That's the beauty of coaching. Like, and it happens yeah. to us as professionals, we're coached, but it's really just this space where we come to our own conclusions sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so I'll draw that right back to a recent client example and the one that we were planning for this morning. They have, they have a, an advisor at Fidelity that they have access to, have had some conversations and just weren't feeling like, like they were answering their questions. And what I mean by that is they, they were told you gave us all this information. Here's a report that we can yeah. spit out. And I, and I can Go tell you this. based on this, yeah, take social security at this date because that's what's best for you financially in the long run with these given assumptions. But I don't think there was the, the why behind it, right? The rationale that I think is what a lot of people need to feel good about whatever that decision is or to say, I understand that, but you know, heart disease runs in my family. So the odds of me living to, you know, age 95 yeah. and collecting all this social security, I don't want to bank on that. For my situation, this is what I would like to plan for. So, you know, just being able to to talk those things out and hopefully get to, as you said, like getting getting someone to to make a decision that number one, they were a part of. Yeah. To to then be able to stick to it is an incredibly important part of, of our process. And I think it's the way financial planning needs to be. And I think it's moving <laughs> in that direction, right? Yes. The, yeah. the, the FaceTime airtime that you get with a client involving them in the process, I think is more and more what people are going to look for. And it doesn't mean that it has to be hour long, hours upon hours, two, three yeah. hour meetings. Uh, right. But I think there is a responsibility to do a lot of discovery. You use the word, be curious, not be judgmental. Now I'm like pulling the Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> give, give, that, give that space and time to truly understand what matters to them because those are incredibly important inputs into this yeah. financial planning process. And I just, I think more and more, we are being called to be less thought leaders and more thought partners. And it is an important distinction.
Yeah. And I think you said it earlier too. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the idea of a thought leader dealing, you know, dealing with a client for sure. There very well could be from the client perspective. I don't, I don't want to know all the, these details. Like I don't want to be the expert on how retirement accounts work and taxes. Right. Just tell me what to do and I will go do it because I trust you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But as you said, I think the way the way things are kind of evolving over time, people are more involved in their finances now than maybe they were in the past, especially when it comes to retirement planning, because in the past, you had a pension, you had to make mm-hmm. a pension decision, you had Social Security, you may have not had a retirement account per se. There were just, there were less moving pieces, I think, then. Now, over the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years, people have had to shoulder more of that responsibility as pensions have kind of faded away and now 401ks are, are the primary saving for a lot of employees and, and you know workers out there. It puts more of the onus on the person to be a little bit more of an expert by themselves, but not everybody wants to be that. So yeah, again, not, not to necessarily say that's that's a bad thing. It all comes back to knowing what's going to work best for you, seeking out the person who can meet you where you want to get advice, where you want that feedback. And ultimately, as long as you're going to stick to it, as you said, that that's really where the power of planning comes into play, because even the best advice, if the best advice is, hey, delay Social Security, but I say, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take it as soon as I can, Mm -hmm. then that's fine. But then the advice is worthless. That's it. So I think you summarized that really well, and we'll wrap it up. There are many different types of relationships, whether you need a thought leader or a thought partner, we just don't want somebody thinking they're getting one or the other, not understanding what's truly being provided. So it's okay at the onset of a relationship or even somebody you were working with for a little while, yeah. like go yeah. back to the beginning, re have a rediscovery meeting where you think about what do I really need? What do I really want? And is this person serving me in that way? Uh, this, it's, it's fair to ask questions on how people come to that advice and just make mm-hmm. sure you're getting the one that best suits you to move forward. Yeah. And not to, not to now prolong this even further, but that can change over time too, from the client yeah, perspective, I think that's right? Fair. We may, when we're facing a huge decision, we may want a thought partner to help us make that decision. But then at some point, if it's in more of what we would consider like the maintenance mode and those huge decisions just aren't there. Yeah. I'm okay to just, just tell me what I need to do. You've already helped me through this process. I don't necessarily need the partner. I just need somebody to, to lead and that's okay too. So doesn't need to be static. It can yep. adjust over time, but yes, to your point, whatever your, whatever your expectations are, try to find somebody that can meet them. Hey, Adam, thank you for being my thought partner. <laughs> uh, likewise. Always fun. Happy holidays, everyone. And uh, I guess we'll do this again in uh, January. I guess we're going to continue doing this. Thank you for your help. See you next time. Bye. Hey everyone, Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.